Good morning, everybody. This is July the 7th, 2022. We'll pick up our story in John chapter 8, where Jesus said in verse 32, You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. I love what the people answered him, and they said, We're Abraham's seed. We were never in bondage to any man. How can you say we'll be made free? I think we probably have that same thought. We live in America, we're free. How can you say the truth will set us free? We're in bondage to ourself. We're slaves to the flesh. The flesh in us is so strong, it almost demands its way. But if we know the truth, about obedience and confession, we can be free to enjoy the, the fruit of the Spirit. And then Jesus answered them when they said, we aren't, in, we aren't slaves. He said, whosoever committed sin is a servant of sin. What, who is a servant? It's a slave. We don't call them slaves anymore. That's a bad, we don't even call them servants. But I had a servant in the Philippines. I had two servants in the Philippines. And we called them servants because that's what they were there for. They were there to serve my family. And they considered it a privilege and an honor to live in my house. It wasn't a bad thing to say they were servants. They didn't have, there aren't any jobs over there. There was nothing for people to do. And so we were told when we arrived in the Philippines that the culture is, it doesn't matter how much money you have, you have to have servants. And that's the welfare program. You take these girls and boys and they live in your house and you feed them and they work for you and they have food to eat and a bed to sleep in. And it was, it was wonderful. And I loved Indai and Lena, that's their names. And they were committed to doing what I told them to do. They were true servants. They rejoiced in it. And I think it's a shame that we've done away with that word because in reality, Jesus Christ came to serve us. He healed the sick and made the blind to see and the lame to walk and forgave the woman at the well and ended up dying on the cross that we don't have to die spiritually. We can die physically and go to heaven to be with him forever. He was a servant and Mark, the gospel of Mark presents him as a servant. And I found that People get insulted when I call Jesus Christ our servant. But that's what he came for. And of course, we know he's going to come back as king. And we'll serve him. But then he said, the servant abideth not in the house forever. But the son abideth forever. And then... Verse 36 of John chapter 8. 
begins with the word if. Remember what that means? That means you have a choice. If the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. If the Son shall make you free. And really the if is there because it's your choice. You can ask Jesus Christ to be your savior and make him Lord of your life and you'll be free to do what he says. And then he went on to say, I know that you are Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. You see, those Pharisees didn't believe who he said he was and they wanted him killed because they said he blasphemed God. He said, I speak that which I have seen with my father, and you did do that which you have seen with your father. They answered and said, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth which I have heard of God, this did not Abraham. You did the deeds of your father. They, then they said unto him, We be not born of fornication. We have one father, God. And Jesus said, If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Isn't that amazing? God sent Jesus Christ to this earth to prepare salvation, that we might be free from sin and free to go to heaven when we die. And then Jesus said, why is it that you don't understand my speech? Why can't you understand that? Have you ever felt like that? I've felt so many times, people just don't get it. I don't understand it's English, but they don't get it. He said, even because you cannot hear my word, you are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abides not in the truth because there is no truth in him, Satan. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Remember what Satan said to Adam and Eve in the garden? He said, you won't die if you eat that fruit. You think God told you that? He said, you'll be like God. You'll know good and evil, and you'll be a god. That was a lie. And that's how Satan entered the world with a big lie. And you either believe him or you believe God. You take your choice. If you don't believe what the Word of God says, you're listening to the wrong voice. And I tell people all the time, please pay attention to what it says. 
and accept it at its word and don't question it. Because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. Which of you convince me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? He that is of God heareth God's words. You therefore hear them not, because you are not of God. And people that cannot hear God speak are not of God. And then the Jews said unto him, Say we not well that you are a Samaritan and have a devil? Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father, and you do dishonor me. I seek not my own glory. There is one that seeketh and judgeth. Jesus did not come to glorify himself. He came to glorify God. And then he, he spoke those two words that show us the significance of what he says, verily, verily. I guess I would have to say that means you better listen up because this is really important. I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. And then said the Jews unto him, Now we know you have a devil. Abraham is dead, and the prophets. And you say, If a man keep your saying, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, which is dead? And the prophets are dead? Whom makest thou, thou thyself? Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father that honoreth me, of whom you say he is your God. If, if God is your God, you will honor me, his son. Yet you have not known him, but I know him. And if I should say I know him not, I would be a liar like you. But I know him, and I keep his commandments. I keep his sayings. Just look at what Jesus Christ had to face. And realize it's no different to what we face now. I'm sure all of you that are listening have friends that refuse to listen to you if you should share God's word with them. They just aren't interested. They're listening to the wrong voice. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. And then said the Jews unto him, Are you 50 years old? And you've seen Abraham? Jesus said, Verily, verily, listen up, everybody. 
I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Before Abraham was ever born, he was. And we must remember that Jesus Christ has always existed. But 2,022 years ago, he became a man and walked the face of the earth and lived life as we do. And when you encounter difficulties, especially with people, and you pray, Jesus says, I know what you're talking about. I've been there. And it's always a comfort to be able to talk to someone that's been where you are. That's why we, we seek people like-minded. And that's why when you have experienced the same heartache with others, you have a bond with them. And what did they do when Jesus said that? He said, I am. That means I have been, I am, and I always will be. I am. The Jews weren't very excited to hear that. They took up stones to cast at him. But Jesus hid himself. He went out of the temple going through the midst of them and passed by. He hid himself. I don't know why he did that, but he walked through them to get out of the temple and they didn't see him. You see, I have also discovered as I've studied the Bible that when, when there was trouble and confusion and dissension and murmuring Jesus always departed. And if I'm gonna follow him, that's what I have to do when there's dissension and confusion and disagreements. I read in a devotional book that I have, be silent before those that disagree with you, your adversaries. And that's a real good thing to remember. Don't argue. State your case and then be quiet. God bless you on this wonderful day and thank you for listening.